0: program is brought to you in living color on nbc
1: oh would you look at that there's a new episode of the black cast on my phone ready to play right now oh i got a live one here
2: podcast needs an enema welcome to <laughs> the black cast talking again the batman i am the Blackman, and uh excited to have a second conversation here about the batman with two great friends of the black cast and the black cast network uh for our video listeners right below me in the center square jim j bullock
0: Hello, or, hello. It was, a,
2: it was a little Paul Land. I don't remember but, what he sounded like. What's the difference? <laughs> what's really? I, like, honestly, he was in the center square for the same reason. Uh, <laughs> of course, we have the Riddler on the roof, uh, our friend Eric Connor, Count Eric Conner. Uh, Eric, welcome to Bat Talk. And Raging Rhino himself, John Nolan. John, welcome back. You were just on mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago to talk Peacemaker. Peacemaker, yeah.
1: Good to and, be back.
2: Yeah, and uh, there's more DC content, although as we've found out uh, since I saw the movie, uh, most of the rest of the DC content for this year got kicked to next year.
1: Yeah, and one <laughs> I, actually got moved up. Shazam got moved up. Yeah, Shazam got moved into, uh, up. Yeah,
2: but uh, before uh, young Will Sterling and I saw the movie, there was this uh, this very proud trailer about all the DC excitement coming yeah. to us in 2022. Yeah, uh, Flashpoint Black Adam, and mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, Aquaman two, yeah, uh, also known as Aquaman Book of Shadows or <laughs> Aquaman two Electric Boogaloo, whichever. Aquaman you prefer. Earl.
0: actually, yeah,
2: <laughs> Aquaman or, <laughs> uh, and uh, none of those movies will be coming out in twenty twenty two. They all moved, and uh, I, I think for Flashpoint, or it's just called the Flash. I think the 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 sheer number of visual effects they just don't have the time to finish it. So,
0: <laughs> By the way, on that, okay. So they're moving Shazam up, right? So yeah. Shazam is now coming out in December. And and the reason they gave, as you just mentioned, right, was that they need more time for the effects. The effects yeah. were affected by COVID, which by the way, totally, that that's believable. But yeah. then that they moved Shazam up tells me they don't give a crap about the effects on that movie. <laughs> you mean in Shazam? Shazam, I'm sorry. Yeah. So Shazam come yeah. Shazammer. It's Shazam. I I I'm 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 a little nervous to see what those effects are going to look like now.
2: And I forgot cuz I haven't seen it in a while, but Shazam is the one where Shaq is a genie, right? I mean, that's what that movie is. So, uh, and and I think we need a sequel to that. Now Shaq
1: <laughs> has already ruined one DC superhero in a movie. I don't need him to ruin another.
2: Wait, what did Shaq ruin? Was it in a,
0: embodied? I think that's what you mean. <laughs>
2: in uh in Space Jam? No, it's Steel. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Boy. I did yeah. forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. Still not the yeah. worst
1: DC movie ever made, though.
2: Uh the that's not the worst DC movie ever made. Is the worst DC movie ever made Superman 4, the quest for peace? It's not.
0: When that's, is it? Not in my opinion.
1: I what? not even not even Batman and Robin. No. The worst superhero movie is Return of Swamp Thing. <laughs> oh,
2: not so not the not the OG Swamp Thing.
1: Right. Right? Not not the, well, that was going for it's a it's a good B movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the first Swamp well, Thing I remember yeah. seeing on HBO very often, and I think that I watched it as often as I did because I remember some boob being in it, and that was a big reason why I was like, "Well, Swamp Thing's on, so I guess I'm watching it."
1: <laughs> yeah, the original Swamp <laughs> Thing what, I mean, what, that had Barbo. You know? Barbo. So you
0: know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, <laughs> you, John? You remember who was in the sequel?
1: Heather Locklear. Yes. Yes, oh. and they very, very poorly attempted to redo the the Alan Moore sequence, you know, from from the comic book where they kind of m- meld, you know, minds together, you know, and it was it was just, oh god, it's atrocious. Yeah. Uh,
2: in the chat, Ivan Soto says Catwoman is the worst DC movie. That, it's that's, bad, but you know, but very, return.
1: That's close great nominee. It's yeah. a great nominee, but I challenge you to watch Return of the Swamp Thing and not agree with
2: me. Yeah, and uh, I love Zachary Levi. I wasn't bashing him; I was just pretending uh, that uh, that uh, Shaq was. Well, look, here's the thing: Cle- <laughs> cleaning the the clearing the deck, cleaning yeah. the slate for uh, of DC product is only going to help Batman. But I mean, I think Warner Brothers is committed to putting all their movies on HBO Max within 45 days, and that seems fast, you know, by the old model, you know. Right. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I mean, you can still go see Spider-Man No Way Home in theaters, you know, it's still there, you know, and, uh, I think the Batman has legs as they say, but, uh, or, or at least it has wings. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I want to, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, some of what went into the movie and, and some of the source material, because I, I feel that, uh, John is, uh, well versed in that stuff, but first I always like to start with just big picture, Overall thoughts, uh, in our previous episode, Blackass 481, I talked about a lot about my feelings. And I personally did not think it was insulting to say that this is solidly the fifth best Batman movie. Mm-hmm. I think that that is, uh, you know, there's, there's a bunch of them. And what I said, and what I've said repeatedly, is it would be in the conversation for best Batman movie. If Christopher Nolan hadn't made three great Batman movies, Yeah, you know, it, and uh, I, because, you know, it's like, you can, you could put it up against Batman 89. And I think Batman 89 would uh, edge it out. At least it does for me. So, uh, but it doesn't mean that I, I, I thought it wasn't good. I just, you know, uh, it's just all of a sudden, everybody was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Eric, our friend Caitlin was on with uh, Will and I, and I think she was a little disheartened that we didn't like it as much as she did. But I mean, we liked it, which just, you know, it's like, I, you know, maybe I love it, but I'm just not in love with it, you know, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. Um, but let
1: me ask you first, uh, John, just overall thoughts on the Batman. Um, I, I really liked it um i would I'm, I'm kind of debating you know if you're talking about rankings um i'm not sure whether i want to place it third or fourth I'm. it's kind of in a I'm in a battle right now with batman 89 um batman begins a dark knight i mean those two you know just kind of go hand in hand with my favorite batman movies um because i mean yeah you know, how can how can you deny you know, performance but you know don't forget that that uh Killian murphy was Great as the Scarecrow in the the first one too
2: Yeah and we we were talking about it in the previous Episode the fact that they went for Scarecrow and I I know Raza Mm Ghoul's in the first One as as Will was quick to point out But going for Scarecrow And not uh, Especially not going for Joker or Riddler or Penguin you know I mean He's I I don't want to say That Scarecrow is an obscure villain But he's a lesser known one so that was A great Mm -hmm. choice Riddler was a fantastic choice for this movie, for the tone of this movie, the way that they did it. I'm disappointed whenever he doesn't look like Frank Gorshin, but uh, <laughs> I, I can, I can move on from that. Um, what are your big picture thoughts, uh, Mr. Connor?
0: Well, I, I just do. Oh, I'm sorry. I
2: meant to say, Oh, Oh, Mr. Connor, Mr. Connor. Mr. I,
0: I Connor.
2: <laughs> signed Epstein's mother. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> uh, a million years ago when I was uh, like twelve or thirteen. Frank Gorshin was in a musical uh, on the 20th century, and as a kid, I remember like the thrill of seeing him on stage, and the idea of like knowing who Frank Gorshin was, you know, that idea of like old timey performer. But the, you know that like him, Cesar Romero, I mean, all the the Rogues Gallery uh, were so wonderful back in the original days. So you do have this weird indelible impression that believe it or not, Frank Gorchun for me, at least still had, uh, and, yeah, and, and look there, there,
2: like, there are pros to all three cat women yeah. from the 66 series, oh, Lee oh, Weather, Julie mm-hmm. Newmar and, uh, Eartha kid As in, in a way might be the most, uh, memorable because of yeah. the fact that I think she camped it up just a little bit more than everybody else. But anyway, go ahead to back to your point, Eric.
0: Yeah. And, and, and you know, Jim Carrey's, performance I mean you know joel Joe Schumacher's films and the man's dead you know let, let, let him let him lie but um yeah this he one I him. thought yeah um Batman, it, it really did remind me a lot of what I thought about Batman begins which is the idea of like okay like this is a, a pretty bold swing to say we're gonna give you Batman we're not gonna give him the same sort of uh tone of previous Batman's we're gonna take away a lot of the toys. You know, and we're going to say instead, you know what? No, this is like in the case of the Nolan trilogy, you know, more like, uh, you know, it's a, his own swing at melding out something like The Godfather with Batman. And this one, film noir. And I thought on that end, like, it was, it was really effective as film noir. Three hours effective, I don't know if I'd give it that. But the truth is, like, I think it was a really good, smart reboot. I think it's one that I would be so excited to see more of patterson more of paul dano um more of alfred i mean so they really gave me uh, gave us all a lot uh it is it is story it's well built is it uh, and the pantheon of dark Knight, not for me either but i now having seen it twice i gotta say like what they pulled off is really impressive in this film
2: yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And uh, yeah, and you have seen it twice. And uh, John, have you only had time to see it once, Yeah, John just started a new job last week, which was really unfortunate timing on their part. Yeah. You know. Damn
1: them. <laughs> yeah, just, just the one time so far.
2: Yeah. And I thought that the interesting thing was uh, what I learned was just how much you love Mystery Science Theater 3000 because you stayed to watch their premiere of their Kickstarter new season instead of going out and seeing Batman. And I'm like, wow, I would have pegged you as uh, someone who would You know watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 Later and uh, go to see the Batman But, in, but uh, so see I learned I learned more <laughs> about you Which you know both you know very important to me I mean I would probably you know I've certainly spent more hours with Mystery Science Theater 3000 than I have with Batman So that but that's just because the show's so long <laughs> Every episode's too full and, and I,
0: to, I got to see one of their live shows out here uh, Which was oh. awesome by the way Oh, oh yeah I, I,
2: I went to one at the Ace Hotel Maybe we were at the same show my uh, my wife
1: actually got me tickets to the the live show for my birthday just nice. back in January. It yeah. was so much fun.
0: Yeah, I approve of Mrs. Nolan.
2: <laughs> What's that, Eric? I approve
0: of Mrs. Nolan.
2: You approve of Mrs. Nolan? Yeah. Well, yeah. he got he got Mrs. Nolan He's to watch hero. Peacemaker with him. So uh, that Aww. that is yeah, that's very impressive. <laughs> um, I actually, got,
1: I got her to watch uh, the first season of Doom Patrol with me. Oh wow! Even that's not something I would have expected twenty years ago. When we, we but
2: but when you but when you asked her to watch Titans with you, did she pull a Nightwing and
1: say "fuck Batman"? (laughs) (laughs) She actually watches Titans with me. Nice. Um, I I kind of plod through it. It's it's not my favorite show. You uh, you know, funny
2: funny little tidbit. I have only seen the first season of Titans. Mm. My wife has seen the first two because she met. To be a writer on season three, she didn't get hired, but so she yeah. had to binge the first two seasons, and I'm oh like, just God. just go on without me. Well, they
1: they could have used her for two because two was a dumpster fire.
2: Yeah, well, it was three, I think, is what she would have written.
1: So right, right, but, but um, yeah, but they they could have used some some yeah some extra talent there on number. Two. Well, the third season was actually probably the best so far, but still not. Yeah, good.
2: well, by the time the first season ended, I liked everything except Night. I liked everybody except Nightwing. I just yeah. I, I I I think it's casting, but anyway, let's talk about. This film, and there is no Nightwing But uh, maybe coming down The pipe at some point Uh, So Let's see Um, I think that uh, There, I've made my opinions Known on a lot Mm -hmm. of this uh, In our previous episode, and I've tweeted A little bit about it, but uh, For me, I thought Robert Pattinson Was a very good Batman He is probably my least favorite Bruce Wayne. And what I said in the previous episode is I don't need to be lectured by people on Twitter that are telling me that like, no, 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 you just don't get it. This is exactly who he's supposed to be at this point. And you'll see in the next movie. I'm like, great. Maybe in the next movie, I'll feel differently. I'm just going on what they put on the screen in this movie. (laughs) And I'm just not into it. I, I love that he, that he is clearly a fan of Robert Smith from the cure. That's great. But that's not what I need from my Bruce Wayne. And my hot take will always be, until I see one that's better, Val Kilmer's still my favorite Bruce Wayne because he nailed it perfectly. And I love Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne because he's been Bruce Wayne for so long at that point. You just really, you buy him as Bruce Wayne. At least I do. Anyway, that's my stuff. But uh, let me ask you first, Eric. Let's talk Pattinson as Wayne. Pattinson as in Robert
0: Pattinson, huh? Wow, that was, uh, that was a, nothing. Literally, that, that nothing. Was, it took two days to put that together—the perfect line—and you found yeah. it. I am very proud of you, buddy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Batson, um, I—I'll agree in that. I think he was a great Batman. Um, I, gosh, I might have preferred this Batman to the Dark Knight trilogy Batman. I have to say, like in terms of just the Batman uh, that, like, I grew up reading in comics. Um, but as far as Bruce Wayne, I don't know if I'll put it on him. I'll put it on the script where really they, they've, you know, in terms of written him, like he's this morose emo, Robert Smith loving, you know, a uh, young guy who, who's lost. And, and I think it was a good, it, I get the choice. It's one of those, like, you, you don't get it. It's like, well, of course, first of all, yes, you get it. You have an opinion that is not theirs. But um, I, I, I do wish they had some more colors to Bruce Wayne because I mean, Bruce Wayne is a fascinating character, you know, just like Tony Stark is a fascinating character, even before they put on the suits. And I think that's what, uh, that to me was maybe something that was a missed opportunity that definitely in Nolan's trilogy. And even by the way, like, I'll even say George Clooney's portrayal, that was the one bright spot in uh, Batman and Robin besides the, of course the nipples and the costumes was like, George Clooney seems like a dude who basically lives Bruce Wayne's life at that point. You know, he could get any starlet he wants. He's always handsome, always rich, always on camera. Uh, so I, I think like that. I, I'm I'm fine with him not being a playboy, but I did think they could have gotten across a bit of, you know, his his kind of like born privilege charm, which they, they they there's not much charm to this Bruce Wayne. Back to you. Yeah.
2: Back to me yeah no I I think That uh, you know that A lot of that uh, echoes what I say I do like this Batman And I think that uh, uh, Christian Bale's Batman Worked for me but his uh, And I'm not talking about like You know like Bruce Wayne sitting around the Bat cave where you know the the Mask is kind of tucked back behind you know like Like Ken Griffey Jr. in batting practice That's not what I'm talking about Like When he's being like Bruce Wayne And Ivan said this a lot in the previous episode, but uh, we never saw Bruce Wayne in this movie. He wasn't Bruce Wayne. He's really just Batman with his mask off, and that's not necessarily uh, that's not necessarily wrong. Uh, yeah. But uh, y- you know, I, I I don't disagree with that. And uh, Eric will be back in a moment. He okay. messaged me that he had to duck out. But let me get to your thoughts, John. So uh, uh, yeah. Robert Pattinson as the Bat. And as the Bruce, mm-hmm.
1: I've I've got to agree with with a lot of what you have both said. Um, I uh, I did like him as Batman. Um, I think that he's probably a little bit better than than Bale as far as you know, just you know the the presence um, and you know, and the fighting skills and all that that fun stuff. Um, but as Bruce Wayne, no, really, really didn't care for him. And like like you said, it's uh, he's he's more he's he's just as much Batman when he's has the cowl off as he is when he has the cowl on. Uh, It's, you know, the things about Batman that you kind of like was like, if the, uh, the, the cops, you know, when the crime scene would say something, he would just look at them. He wouldn't really respond to them. You just give them a look. Well, Bruce Wayne's doing the same damn thing. And it, it, it's, You need to separate those two things. Bruce Wayne has to be a separate persona. He has to act like that.
2: Yeah. And I mean, obviously in the comics, they have the advent of what, 80 years of, of having it. But I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, various, you know, various interpretations of him. You don't feel like there's this huge disparity of it. And Mm -hmm. uh, look, I'm always glad when people like something that I don't like about a movie, but just don't, Take it out, don't take it out on those Of us who happen to, if there is a majority Opinion, it yeah. doesn't mean that it's Wrong, it also could Mean that it's it's right, if the majority Of the people are like, yeah, I don't like this And you're the one saying like, well, this is great Good for you, but, you know, don't try And convince us uh, otherwise yeah. But uh, I think that uh, I, I don't know, I think in general people did like him As uh, Batman, although Uh, Will Sterling felt like uh, he could have been uh, smarter. I thought that uh, he did some great detecting in, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but Will's (laughs) point was that, you know, he was really good at solving riddles. So you would appreciate this, Eric, that uh, I I felt that the next movie uh, he was going to be, he was going to go up against a, a, a nemesis, called sudoku and he was going to be able to outsmart him at every turn (laughs) and uh, i hope that uh, that's what we get i'm just recycling jokes from the previous episode because i know not every you guys didn't see it so it's fine
1: um (laughs) i I, I thought he he would go up against clue master oh or no the word the wordler the world (laughs) the wordler
0: (laughs) i think that's Um, the next big bad
2: yeah what um so we're we're obviously we're covering the the main character in there, and uh, I think that uh, they do a good job in in sort of setting it up. And you know, there's this talk about Gotham City being a character in the movie, which I do agree with. I I felt like there was a great representation of Gotham City in the Nolan movies. And I think uh, the the Tim Burton Gotham City was well defined, but you just didn't feel like it was, you know, an entity in the way it was in these other films. Um, one of the things that I find as uh, you know, there's always the narrative out there on social media that's uh, uh, quick to be aggravated by. And uh, there was someone in our chat in the previous episode. Uh, that uh, I, I, they they subscribed to one of these things. And I actually meant to bring it up, but then we went an hour and a half and uh, I was like, all right, I guess we got to be done. So I'm bringing this up earlier than I, I might have. But there's this idea that why did they make everyone who's corrupt in Gotham City an old white man? And I understand asking that question, but... One who historically tend to be corrupt in politics, but even if you want to take the real world out of it, a lot of these are characters that are established in in Batman and that's just who they are. So this is the one instance where that segment of the fan base would like for there to be gender or race reversals. They're like, "No, no, no, these characters who are old white men should be something else because then it'll make me feel better about what I believe. So uh, I I found this to be an insane point because I mean the ruling class, the elite politicians and such, I, I, you know, they're not you know, and don't don't think that just because the the young African American new mayor uh, is all idealistic, I, I don't believe that she's not corrupt. We just haven't seen it yet. You know, she's just talking the talk So there's plenty of time In subsequent movies, but uh, To that point uh, Because, uh, John, you know You and I probably follow a lot of the same people Or we maybe, you know, the, the annoying thing About Twitter is if somebody That you know likes or interacts with a tweet you're going to see a whole thread that you weren't interested in yeah. and uh, that's how I, I'm even aware that this idea is out there uh, what do you say to the notion that Gotham City is is uh, it has been made corrupt by old white men
1: let me see if I can put this as delicately as possible so not to offend anybody I don't fucking care <laughs> as long as it's a good story I don't care you know about any of the you know color of the skin you know sexuality any of that whether good guys or bad guys as long as you give me a good story and you make the characters believable and and you know and, and give me something that that I can get engrossed in I don't care get no. over it. but
2: uh I mean these are the people who clearly can't get over it
1: uh, I know. but. I, know. I don't know. And again, I'm just trying to be delicate, just I'm just expressing my opinion. So <laughs> no, I know. Look,
2: it's it's the same people that can't believe that that there's a girl in the Star Wars movie. I get it. I'm I'm with you, yeah. you know. Uh what what would you say to this? And you know, look here, our our pal in here, uh uvula scrimshaw said, All old white men are corrupt. Oh no, that is not what I said. What I said was uh if you were to do a, a USA Today style uh pie chart of, you know, corrupt politicians, they probably are, uh, there's just more of an opportunity for old white men to be corrupt because of, you know, just the history when the only people who could be politicians were old white men, you know, I mean, that's basically, it's, it's a little bit before our lifetime, but you know, not that much, not, you know, not really, (laughs) you know, I'm just, that's all I'm saying. Uh, uh, but, uh, what uh, what do you think
0: to, about all of this, Eric?
2: Sorry, I was trying to catch up on the chat, and I realized I should have I should have given the floor to
0: you before yeah, I catch up on the okay. chat. The, the gentleman from Delaware has the floor. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. John. I mean, John has triggered me so deeply I can barely... <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, and then the the, the I'm a polarizing
1: stuff. figure. Oh, can, um, oh, yeah, I know.
2: Um, I, I Ivan, uh, you watch enough of these shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Ivan. You know, I've been, you, been, you you know, we swear a lot. I've been told it's, me to
0: task on this and I appreciate it. It's going to happen. Don't yeah. stop. Uh, yeah. you know it's funny. I <laughs> For me the joke of this is I didn't think twice about it and then I saw it again and I didn't think four times about it. And and in the end of it all like I'm buying into the reality of this. I, um by the way, I do subscribe to old white men weekly. Um oh. and and I and I, I will and I'm representing I would like to think all old white men when I say like well yeah there's a lot of corrupt old white men. And uh, you could watch Christian's other b- other podcasts to, that talk about these things. It, it, it's it, It's not a new thought that yeah, the so people who come from old money look like old money, you yeah. know. And, and but if, if
2: you I'm, if you could be new money like the three of us, it's uh, that's obviously it's preferable. New yeah. loose
0: change, more like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, it didn't bother me at all. I didn't think about it all. I totally bought into the reality of these yeah. characters being these people, and and really, by the way, again, great. The great casting goes so far beyond just the leads. Getting yeah. John Turow, getting uh, Peter Sarsgaard, who I adore. I think yeah. he's an amazing performer. Like, they—they, they, there was no role that was given a lesser bit of casting just because it was a smaller part. And, I mean, the fact that, like, when I saw he was in it, I'm like, oh, is he playing, like, a young Falcone? And then he shows up, and he's, like, not. And I'm like, wait, really? And he's in it for such a little bit of time, but, my gosh, yeah. like, Mm-hmm. Having a legitimate actor in that role deepens the whole thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Great. Now, Eric, I know you ran off and got something. Would you like to share it with the class? Uh, what, what you went I didn't to I did not know if get... the timing
0: was perfect, but I don't know if the timing would ever not be perfect for this. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, um, uh, 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 John, this, this collection behind me, you could call it a man cave. You could call it my count cave, if you will. Mm-hmm. but it means occasionally as people speak i can pull out of like a rabbit and a hat some item of that represents what was described what my wife would call junk or crap or a waste of space or it, there's a lot of words she calls it <laughs> but what i call is treasure oh, know, because where else can you say hey here is a special batman collector set oh, in which he bat Oh, he
2: does the bat That's that's
0: fantastic. he used to play music but unfortunately that was many years ago and many presses ago so you just have to imagine you have to imagine the fire
2: many many years ago and uh two children uh two less children ago uh yeah
0: this to be honest this might have been bought after one of the kids arrived oh
2: okay it is a
0: sliding scale second human arrived less money spent at comic-con and uh you know, but then uh, rose back up when I could say, oh, no, no, no. It's for the kids. Like, it's I think for the, I bought oh, yeah. for him. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, in this room.
2: Chris Chid in the chat. I don't know how you can watch Dark Knight Rises and listen to Bane's speech at Blackgate Prison as well as the depiction of the mob and not feel it's overly political. Uh, Nolan is screaming political messages in my opinion. I'm not going to disagree with you. It's just we're not really talking about that movie. By the way, Caitlin could not believe that I liked dark knight rises more than this movie and i couldn't believe that she couldn't believe it because i'm like <laughs> believe it it's uh you know i mean and and but what we did all agree on that show by the way is uh how uh batman begins is underrated as the forgotten entry in that trilogy because yeah. it uh, came first and uh, that does a disservice to to the great katie holmes obviously but
0: <laughs> um i'm a lawyer yeah, I <laughs> a lot. Right? By the way,
2: uvular scrimshaw loves uh, your Batusi. So, and uh, anyone who is represented by the mighty Galactus is uh, is going to get their opinions up on the screen. Uh, yeah, I didn't find this to be overly political. Uh, this movie, uh, when you're dealing with corruption, of course you're going to have that, but it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, you know, it wasn't one of those things where it's like well, all the higher ups on the GCPD were appointed by Republicans. So we know what that means. You know, it wasn't like, Oh, and the new mayor elect is a Democrat. So she's going to save us. It wasn't, there wasn't any of that. It wasn't even like a whiff of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, John, I think that uh, if it had been heavy handed uh, that uh, that, that is not how you like your Batman served. Uh, yeah. I'm just feeling that way, you know? Yeah. In,
1: in general. No, I mean, I, I agree with with what you said. It really didn't uh, seem very heavy handed. I, I, I do just just from my own perspective, it, it did not surprise me that the corruption went so deep. Yeah. And when I was watching the movie, we we're talking about the you know, the, uh, the the new mayor um, and how you know may, she might be corrupt too. I was actually thinking that during the movie, it's like I wonder if yeah. she's in their pocket, and no matter who wins, you know, there's still going to be corruption because. I believe all politicians are corrupt.
2: (laughs) That's uh, that's taking a page out of uh, out of something that uh, Eric and I uh, raved about uh, mostly into a vacuum. Uh, hit monkey, which uh, just uh, just just we were the ones uh, trying to get everybody to watch. And I, I still haven't come down off my thought that it's better than Hawkeye, but uh, maybe oh
0: hit no i'll'll I'll line up with you on that hill. yeah, yeah no hit monkey was one of the great surprises from all the Marvel and defeat. Yeah
2: Hit Monkey is right up there with Peacemaker and the way I was shocked at how much I liked it. I, Peacemaker is uh, probably a better show, but that's all right. <laughs> Um, in any case, uh, you know, I think that, uh, the, the, the reason why this gets compared to the Nolan movies so much is that, you know, it's, we're only what, like 16, 17 years from the first one Mm -hmm. and basically a decade from the third one. And in between we did have the, the Snyder Batman, you know, in Batman vs Superman. And, uh, you know, uh, Will made the point after we saw the movie and then also on the episode was that this was good to see, but it is familiar to have this Batman. I think it would have been great if we had gotten the Affleck Batman movie that we had been promised, because the idea of older Batman is something we haven't had before. And if it's not going to be Dark Knight Returns, as in the comic book, you know, if we're not going to get, you know, 60 year old Batman, at least. The one who's been at it for a while, you know, what I like to call the Danny Glover Batman, the I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm two weeks away from retirement, Batman. Um, what do you think about that idea, though, uh, John? Uh, would it have been great to get an old Batman? Yeah. But, that, you know, th- is, is it unfair to to use that against this movie because he's a young Batman and they want to build the build a franchise out of it?
1: No, yeah, you you you're right. They, they, they if you're gonna build a franchise, you have to start early in the story. If you start late in the story, oh, you know, you're already there near the end. Um, would I have loved to have seen more Ben Affleck as Batman, especially old, old, old older Batman? Heck yeah. I mean, he he really he he really did embody that that kind of like weary, angry, you know, bitterness <laughs> of of twenty years of costume crime fighting and really not seeing it get anywhere uh so yeah it would have been nice to to see that heck even if matt reeves was 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 directing um i think they talked about that for a little while when batman or affleck was stepping down as director
2: yeah yeah i think that uh they they had a script for Mm -hmm. matt
1: reeves to look over and he decided he wanted to
2: do something that was more batman year one uh what do you think eric is it unfair To uh, Judge this movie on the sort of Overall familiarity of it you know I mean Batman 89 it's not Year one but it's not year 20 either you know I mean he hasn't Been Batman forever people don't Really know him before Mm -hmm. that right That's the Batman coming onto the scene In Batman 89 right so I mean essentially It is a variation on year one
0: yeah, but but I do have to give a shout out to uh, an Alex Connor who's uh, lurking in the chat, who may or may not be my 13 year old. Uh, thank you for watching. Hey, Count
2: Connor slash Dad. Ah, that hit if they right did here. the Batman by uh, Ben Affleck, they can explore Robin. Well, you mean the the Robin that the Joker clearly killed? And, well, maybe it's uh, just
0: Robin's head. Uh, you know, I mean, he, yeah. He well, they Robin. he had
2: the he had the suit as a as a eerie <laughs> memento. Yeah. which I know was there for exposition purposes, but still, it was like a little. <laughs> don't creepy. you do
0: that, like when when a when a loved one is is horribly murdered? Don't you like keep their clothes? Like, well, that's only the, because I only because blood. I'm
2: the one. Yeah, but only because I'm the one who murdered them. I mean,
0: you know, that's why it, it, it's
2: it, it, you know it's called a souvenir. Look it up.
0: <laughs>
2: but. You mean a, the, pr- a
0: trophy, I believe, is what is the, the term.
2: You call it what you call it, and uh, I call it what I call it. Look, we, bo- we both have pits in our garage that we keep women in that we abducted bus stations. All right? It's fine. Can we move past it now, please? You think I wanted a trampoline?
0: No, I <laughs> needed a trampoline. Uh, to this question uh, about uh, old old Batman, it, well, it's interesting. So, Christian, like, it, it's actually something I was going to ask you here. It's like, so... Matt Reeves was given a a totally different script And he just sort of said no I got this thing Over here or were were there pieces Of this in the original Batman No
2: it's a completely different script I I mean I don't know maybe the Riddler was in it I actually don't know that much about that script I don't think that they've told us Yeah, Um, But he did read whatever the script was
0: For the the Affleck movie Yeah and and I would have been uh, totally happy with I mean weirdly enough like and I've been For years Me and I mean most of the universe we Would not have thrown the word uh, uh, graceful or, or exceptional at Ben Affleck's acting, you know his directing. has he was in phenomenal
2: in Mallrats, I think it's important. Oh, to yeah, yeah. To the, I thought
0: you was twenty five. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he, 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 he was he your favorite have, new kid.
2: Call me Donnie. Call me Joe. Anyway, sorry, good.
0: <laughs> he would have his moments, but but like over years, he's gotten really much more interesting as an actor. You I know, agree. and yeah. and and I really I was surprised how much I liked him as Batman, or or more to the point, maybe Bruce Wayne. You know, and so that idea of like an older Batman who's like, you know, feeling every one of those hits he's taken over the course of his career, like I would have been all over that. I would have loved to see that movie and also him as a director on it would have been interesting because looking what he did with Argo, looking what he did with... um, was it uh oh gosh, uh the Gone Girl? Go, go, oh, um the other one. Uh Bomb no, Baby movie. Gone yeah. and, um, I knew it had gone in it. And know, the so town. It's
2: go, just, oh, it's, it's, gone in sixty seconds. Sorry, <laughs> that's the that's the gone movie I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, the, the town. The town was great, actually. I, I did like that one. Yeah,
0: the town to me is something that like kind of really shows like I, I would have liked to see, in essence, that director tackle a Batman because just the, the how he worked the city in. So, I I mean, I think he would have done a really interesting job with it. Maybe on the writing front, I'm not sure, but on the directing front and, and even the acting front, I think it would have been great, but I don't think we're going to know anymore.
2: Well, from, uh, Alex Connor in the chat unpopular Uh opinion. Oh, there he is. Uh Two-Face is my favorite villain. I want to see Harvey Dent in the Batman sequel. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like that character, that character. It's such a great idea. Uh, Two-Face and, uh, you know, Tommy Lee Jones might have um, amped it up a little too much, but uh, I thought Aaron Eckhart was great. You know, yeah. so yeah. Um, let's uh, let's shift it over uh, to Selena Kyle, or of course, as the great uh, <laughs> the great Christopher Walken would call her, Catwoman. Um, let's talk about Selena Kyle uh, and what you thought of. This iteration of Catwoman, who's never actually called Catwoman, which is fine, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, what did you think, John?
1: Yeah, best Catwoman so we've had so far in the movies.
2: Hmm. I mean, in the movies, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of Catwomen. We mentioned three of them from the TV yeah. series. There was the one on Gotham who was like, you know, Junior Catwoman, right? And uh, M- Michelle Pfeiffer. Whew, yikes. I mean, uh, as much, you know, it's, uh, people are too quick to put Batman returns together with Batman 89 because Batman 89 is great. And Mm -hmm. Batman returns is, uh, is, is the wine you left up on the shelf, but didn't realize that uh, there was no cork (laughs) in it. So then you bring it down and you're like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Uh, anyway, that's just, that's just my editorialization. Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I think that, it, she was great. Uh, what did you uh, like about this iteration that maybe we hadn't seen from, uh, well, Anne Hathaway?
1: Uh, I think she was much more fleshed out as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- I liked her motivations. You know, for what she was doing, uh, her compassion for her roommate, um, or you know, her, who you, we don't know for sure. I mean, she's been alluded to be bisexual in this. Uh, yeah,
2: there was the impression
1: that. They,
2: you know, it wasn't just her friend, but you know, then she plants one on Battison. So you know, she's she's up to whatever she's up to. Which again, yeah. that goes back to what you're saying earlier. it's like, great, just tell a great story. Yeah, know? exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. So yeah, I, I mean, um I mean, everybody loves Michelle Pfeiffer. I, I actually got yelled at by one of my coworkers <laughs> because I said that I, I like Kravitz's Catwoman best, uh, and because they love Michelle Pfeiffer so much, but. Um, my, I don't need my cat woman to be, have a psychotic break, you know, in order to become cat woman.
2: You don't you don't need her to be gnawed on by an alley of cats is uh, <laughs> not something that you need to exactly. push out the window by, of course, Christopher Walker. Christopher Walker exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just just all around. Just. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: yeah, Barry, uh, and I think, uh, Eric, I think you commented as me for a second. I'm that's sorry, yes. No, I, it's okay. Uh, Barry Cohen says, the villain's costumes were too grounded, like Spirit Halloween grounded. The new Batman suit is good. I do like the new Batman suit. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't actually agree that they look like Spirit Halloween, but I love the, the that that's how you described it. Um, <laughs> look, I think that uh, you can't do the Riddler costume in a movie that's dark like this. You know, you can do it in a Joel Schumacher movie. You can do it in Batman 66. Uh, But uh, I think to go the Zodiac angle for him was fine, you know. Uh, But before we talk more about Riddler, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Catwoman, Eric. Uh,
0: She tries to blackmail me. I'll drop her out (laughs) a higher window. In the meantime, I've got beggar fish to fry Uh, one of the great speeches in the history of, I would say, not just cinema, but art. Uh, So I I am here. I mean, it's
2: up there with his other speech, of course.
0: Get to his ass. From from Pulp Fiction. Metal. Um, Yes, everyone's got (laughs) a Chris Walken. I know, of course. Uh, (laughs) But you know what? First of all, by the way, Batman Returns may be my second favorite Batman, but I will fight you later on that. When was the last time you saw it? Oh, I see it a lot. Like, okay, I, that's fair. Every time I close my eyes, I see that film. I
2: love it so much. Uh, yeah, like every every time I I close my eyes, I see Clooney's nipples, but not in the bat <laughs> suit. But I don't think anybody wants to hear about that. <laughs> you know, he's invited. He's invited me for a swim in Lake Como at his house, and uh, well, all mine. those lonely, I
0: mean, lonely nights. Um, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But anyway,
2: back to your point
0: about uh, yeah, Catwoman. I I have to admit. I mean, I I have a complete bias though towards Michelle Pfeiffer's portrayal. I thought what she did with it, and yes, it's it, you know, a touch can't be yes, touch more in the old world of Batman than this world of Batman. That's fair, of course, yeah. You know, but I, I will say though, like I adored her, and then and I I, I thought Zoe Kravitz did well. I completely agree, John. Like I, I I love the 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 depth they gave her character, where she wasn't sticky. She played it very sort of grounded. I don't know how sold I am on Zoe Kravitz as an, as a performer, but I do think she more than handles herself in this considering also like who she's, I mean, not just Patterson, but really all the other actors you have in this, she really held her own and she did that in Big Little Lies too. So she's, she's an interesting performer. It's, it's a role that I think on paper I thought was really interesting. It didn't necessarily let her kind of loose, so to speak. Like I think because it was such a human role, you know, she didn't get that. She was more woman than cat. But on that end, I thought she really uh, held her own with that cast. Um, but I, but still, unfortunately for me, John, I I, I my, my heart belongs to Miss Pfeiffer and her portrayal. will, will she will forever have my heart. And, and, you know, and I don't know if anyone could break that bond. And please don't tell her I said this because you know, I, I have enough lawyers coming after me. Yeah, so. no, no, you don't
2: you don't you yeah. don't need to be uh you don't need a deposition uh for this. Yeah, I think that uh our 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 friend uh Caitlin said that uh was just wondering why it looked like she was crying in every scene and maybe it was just because it was raining for a week straight. But uh <laughs> uh I did think I, I did think she was good and I think it's a it is an interesting character. Uh, when done right And uh, you know we've, ha- we've had some I, I didn't hate the uh, Anne Hathaway version I just think that there was more to it in, in yeah. this one The only thing about and I said this uh, last time The thing about the Anne Hathaway Catwoman Is that I just don't believe That this is who Bruce would throw it all away For and walk, go off with Is her you know like that cat woman, not just a cat woman. Like, you know, I, I could see him running off with uh, Zoe Kravitz, but uh, obviously, this is, you know, year one. You're not going to run away with anybody. Uh, let's see. So, Alex Connor says, My favorite Batman movie is the Batman. So, he, I think, agrees with Caitlin because Caitlin saw it again, uh, actually yesterday after we recorded the show, and then she was convinced. She's just like, Yeah, she it about it. But, uh, Alex also wants to know, he's uh, the fourth co host of this. What was your favorite scene in the
0: Batman? <laughs> Him and my some, Aussie Shepherd back there. Some
2: the people head. like the car chase, um, which, uh, a car chase is very rarely going to be my favorite scene in a movie. And I did mention that uh, I, I found it infuriating that I said it was four times, but I've been corrected three times. Penguin says, get out of the way. And I'm just like, "All right, just have don't say anything. Just don't talk. It's fine. You don't have to say something. Um, but uh, I, I don't know actually what my favorite scene was. Uh, I love the question. But uh, do you have something that comes to mind, John? It, it maybe it doesn't have to be your absolute most favorite, but was it something that, like, while you were watching, like, oh, wow, this is great?
1: Yeah, the, the first thing that came to mind was actually the opening scene with the mayor watching the television, and all of a sudden you see Riddler in the background, just dead, yeah. not doing anything, not saying anything, just watching. And the mayor keeps going about, talking on the phone, watching the, and, and the whole thing, doesn't never ever notices in there and by the time you know really even says something he's already in on his way to you know to hitting him in the back of the head yeah that, that was like, that, that
2: yeah happened. one of the things that we talked about earlier that I, I did think was great was sort of the opening sequence where you see you know and and this is the useful uh narration that we get the the bat signal being sort of more than a symbol of just we need batman's help it's more like hey remember this guy is here and everybody's kind of you know terrified of him the the fact that the guy that he saves is like don't hurt me it really does a great job in setting the tone for the whole movie uh so i don't even know that that's my favorite scene but i think it's a it's a great way to start this story what uh jumps out for you eric as uh, as a favorite since your own flesh and blood was the one to ask i forget. Yes, the indeed. least you should do is answer it yeah
0: you know and I, and of course i'll keep it short because i could also just go you just go uh, tell him tell her and, Um but yeah. and by the way so now also my australian shepherd is here so really i'm just waiting for my wife and maybe one of my 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 cousins well, i hope the neighbors come over and, yeah it's becoming like a three's company episode or something. Um <laughs> uh, So that means that Mr. Furley is going to
2: mishear something through the
0: pipes. Right. And uh, he's going to come up <laughs> the camera and try and evict you. Uh You know, for me having, you know, with the second time sort of cemented it for me, the scene when he wakes up in the police station and like, he's like fighting all the cops. And then that great moment with Gordon, I mean, you know, Give me uh J- Jeffrey Wright all day long. Love that dude. And then his escape, because that was a moment that was really like, I-, I realized as I'm watching again, it was so thrilling seeing him finally kind of go full bat, you know, like run up, you know, shoot, shoot the grappling hook, go flying up the stairs, you know, um, going to the edge. And then by the way, a moment that I-, I really loved was when he almost falls off the edge and he's nervous. And I'm like, that's great. Like, that's something you don't see much with Batman is, like, fear. Um, and then, of course, his suit and how that played out. So that whole scene, I just thought, was really, like, when in some ways, like, the 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 movie, no pun intended, really flew, you know, and uh, it kind of brought yeah. it up to the next gear.
2: Um Let's bring it back to the to the Riddler, John, and you know the idea that uh, you know Matt Reeves has said. Uh, I, I didn't realize that he directly said that both the film Zodiac and Seven were uh, you know influences in this because it's it's very clear, especially like the scene when they're going through his apartment is very reminiscent of uh, Seven for me. Mm-hmm. But just sort of the tone in in how this Riddler handles himself. Um, what did you think of this? And has there been sort of this version, you know, a similar version to the Riddler in the comics? You know, this version of the Riddler. I mean, has there been something similar to this? Because all I know is Frank Gorshin and Jim Carrey. That's really all I've had. Oh, and and uh, and the the one on Gotham, who I thought in the early seasons, I thought was actually it was actually a very interesting sort of conceit. By the way, and I know I'm in the middle of asking a question. The wait, fact wait. that his name was not Edward Nigma. I, I thank you. Thank you for you know, for not having that be his name. If it had been one of like three fake IDs, that would have been fine. But then they didn't even have it be one of his fake IDs. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's just not his name. It's fine. It doesn't, you know, very clever in 1941 or 42, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we didn't need that. What did you, so what did you think of this Riddler? And is there source material that lends itself to sort of this kind of version of him?
1: Uh, I cannot think of any offhand. No, he, he's been... You know, the, the the kind of the the, the, the clue master, uh, you know, just just, you know, making Batman, you know, follow the clues. Um He's been, you know, kind of, you know, a little psychotic, but never did this extent that again that I can recall. I'm sure there's probably people that can let me know if I'm wrong.
2: Well, uh Ivan says that uh Telltale Riddler is very much like this one. I don't know that Riddler at all. Is that something yeah. that sounds familiar to you? No, or? that's not
1: one that I'm familiar with. OK, yeah.
2: yeah that maybe that's one of ivan's neighbors and he's the the, you know and and, um but what it so then what did you think of sort of this you know i mean look he's not the darkest character in the dark knights rogues gallery but this version of him definitely gives the joker a run for his money
1: yes absolutely i was was thinking the exact same thing and I, i really was just completely enthralled with the character with the actor's performance I absolutely loved it you mentioned earlier you know, the 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 zodiac killer the inspiration I was reading uh, I forgot what I was reading but something was um they were talking that that Matt Reeves was actually reading a book called Mind Hunter when he you know got the idea to use the zodiac killer Uh, That is right. And I
2: think there's a uh, Netflix series based on that. Uh, Yeah. Which I haven't seen, but it's actually uh, one of my
1: all time. Actually, my, my absolutely favorite nonfiction book that I've ever read. It is so
2: good. Is Mindhunter?
1: Mindhunter. Then the Netflix, Netflix series is based on that. I mean, oh, my favorite
2: sure. non my my favorite nonfiction book is the Bible. But you know what? Whatever, man. Whatever, <laughs> whatever works for you. You know, hey, I'm just gonna say. Uh, thank you for la- oh, thank oh, you it. for laughing at that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, but so the the but yeah, I mean, I, you know, uh, I I um I don't know. I, I I like my fake serial killers more than the real ones because it's a little too creepy. But uh, I do appreciate sort of the level that went into this, you know, into the development of this character. Uh, And uh, yeah, it seems like, uh, I don't know, it seems like it really worked well for, uh, for what this was. Um, But uh, what did you think, Eric, uh, of, of this take on uh, the Riddler? You,
0: You know, I, it's funny, like sometimes for me, like Riddler, Joker, they, they sometimes kind of get a little close to each other in the way they've been sort of trained in the comics and TV shows, whatever, but, but definitely Paul Dana's stamp on this was so his own. And uh, I mean, he, he, it's interesting. Paul Dano's had this very long career. He's never really been in like a big movie like this. You know, he has in this, if you think like, yeah, I mean, because even film. like there
2: will be blood. I mean, it's, that's the, the you know, that's oh. like a critically acclaimed film with great actors, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't been on, something that if it doesn't make a billion dollars, it's going to be considered a failure, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess there's a, I mean, although, I mean, he's a, he's a recognized actor. He's, he's got lots of, you know, uh, critical praise over the years. I mean, his, I, I, I apologize. I didn't even see it, but his, apparently he's really great in the Brian Wilson movie, love and mercy, you know, so he's been out there doing it and his portrayal here, I think was so smart because the moments where you expect him to go loud, he goes soft and vice versa. I mean, he, constantly surprised i mean just his voice his stillness like i thought was incredibly transfixing like his recordings which you could have said oh it's just like the joker and dark knight and yet it wasn't you know he really i think just just i mean killed it you know and um to the point where you know the fact that they he wasn't killed at the end of this is great because yeah. him want, we want him back
2: yeah, and I think that uh, one of the things that I talked about last time was uh, there's this specific video that where he's like thanking his uh, followers, you know, his uh, his, his uh, Q compatriots, if you will. And he's like uh, he's basically like any YouTuber, like, hey bud, thank you smash yeah, that right, like right, right. button, subscribe, you know what I mean? And he's doing that and it's just it's funny. Uh, to see sort of the different versions. I, I did find the when he's in the interrogation room by himself talking to Batman Through the Glass, I, I did find that uh, I was a little distracted by uh, how much he went for it to the extent that in my theater, people were laughing at some of the, you know, some of the, 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 the little like verbal tics, but uh, that, that was just uh, for me, by the way uh, it was also, it was Barry Cohen in the chat pointed out that uh, John Astin yes. also played the Riddler, which I did know, but I certainly forgot mm-hmm. that uh, that Gomez Adams also played the Riddler at some point, but I'm sorry. Just like it's Michelle Pfeiffer for you It's always going to be Frank Orson for me I mean, you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, I I think that uh, Let's just touch on it for a moment Because uh, I think it's an Important scene that a lot of people are talking About Uh, You know, uh, not Barry Cohen in the chat But Barry Kogan, who uh, people Know from uh, Dunkirk and Eternals uh, is a character in this movie That is some version of the Joker He's not listed as the Joker But he sure laughs a lot So he's the Joker who laughs But maybe he's not called the Joker um, And you know he said that like Oh yeah I, I, I'm, I, I don't even know That I'm going to go with him I'm like well then why did you cast an actor That people know who it is So like don't, don't lie to us If you think you might go to the Joker it's fine I don't need the Joker especially not in the next movie I, I said this last time, the most disappointing thing at the end of Batman Begins is when he finds the cards for the Joker, and I'm like, oh no, I don't want that yet, Heath, Heath Ledger's fantastic, that movie's great, mm-hmm. I'm I'm wrong, but it feels a little soon to go to Joker, especially because we had a whole Joker movie um, what right. do you think? Uh, let me ask you first, uh, John, because uh, looks it like, looks like Eric is
1: trying to land some planes there uh, <laughs> in, in his room. I, but I was my, he, are you bringing uh, in like an airplane or something? Like, you you have- know
0: what? Over my shoulder, it's fe- been featured in other Bladcast episodes. I I do have a bunch of the uh, Eternals uh, Happy oh, nice. and I was like, Do I have Barry Kogan? And I do not. Uh, that is he's the one better. you don't have. And uh, by the way, guess what I'm going to be buying as soon as this is over. <laughs> Cause you realize you don't have them. And I realize I have uh, a
2: problem.
1: Nice. Yeah,
0: uh,
2: yeah uh, I know. I, I just want to get the sorry. Angelina Jolie one and ask Brad Pitt to sign it somehow. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> what, uh, wh- what do you think, uh, John, about uh, getting a Joker character and having him be in the cell next to the Riddler?
1: Um. that, in and of itself is fine but uh like you said i do not want joker in the next movie if you think about like a trilogy which i'm assuming this is what they're, they're going to go towards eventually um the trilogy the third movie should be the biggest bad of all and for batman the biggest bad of all is the joker and as much as as i did like uh, dark knight rises Bane is is not the big bad. Joker is the biggest of all. So I would yeah. rather have him. Yeah. Just
2: hypothetically, having done Joker in the second one, who do you think would have been a better villain for the third Christopher Nolan movie? Or do you think
1: they should have saved Joker for that one? I, I yeah, I would have saved Joker okay. for the third movie. I mean, I mean, as far as second villain goes, okay, yeah, Bane actually is a good choice because he is the man who broke the bat in the comic yeah. book. Uh, but I mean, when you think of Batman, the first villain you think of is Joker.
2: Yeah. And I, I, I feel like there, you know, Batman has a great collection, a great rogues gallery of villains, uh, even better than Dick Tracy as, uh, as Eric and I were trading messages about, uh, and, and uh, you know, hopefully that we one day get a standalone flat top movie, but, uh, you know, I won't hold my breath, but, uh, it's as good as everybody else is, it's definitely Joker and level off levels off a little bit after that. You know, there's you, you can, you can, I'm sure you can, you John, I'm sure you can point to a lot of stories that are great with other villains, but there is something about the Joker. And I mean, you know, you think about how memorable he is from the animated series, even, you know Mm -hmm. Um, what do you think, Eric, about the, possibility of us you know of, of casting a, a a name actor or at least an actor of some renown for a joker character and what that says for the future of of this franchise or this iteration of the fan- franchise
0: well it, it, it's a heck of a misdirect if uh, they're yeah. not going to use him uh because he is a known actor he you know he's in dunkirk he's in the eternals like he's not just some dude uh, yeah, I, I, and I and I completely agree, John. I I think like we we've had so many Jokers, right? Zach Galifianakis played a freaking Joker for God's sakes. Like we've had plenty of Jokers, and and of course like we have another Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie at some point. Mm-hmm. So I think I I would dare say as wonderful as he is, as wonderful as Heath Ledger was, like we're sort of Jokered out, and there are so many. I mean, like Batman, Spider Man, are there? any characters in, in the DC and Marvel universe that have better villains than those two? No. And so, in essence, like, what they're doing is they're, they're basically painting themselves into a corner, but it's like, oh, no, it's gonna be Joker. It's like, and I think they're being smart about it, like, well, oh, maybe not. I, I, I agree. I, I, I would wait on the Joker, let the paint freaking dry on the most recent Jokers, and go and find a villain we haven't seen yet. Like, there are such great Batman stories out there, you know, mm-hmm. that they could, you know, be inspired by. And, um, yeah, I, I would love to see a, a villain that has not made it over to the big budget Batman yet. There's plenty to choose from. And I think the, the second movie would be a better movie for it.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. But if they are going to have uh, the Joker in it, they should uh, obviously call it The Joker's Wild. Is probably the only thing that you could actually call that movie.
1: Just a lot. Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh,
2: I just wanted to have a moment of <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, no,
1: I, I got that reference. That's of course. yeah. I mean, that's we're we're no all of similar audience. Just maybe not. The ones over we're there. all of similar ages. <laughs>
2: we're we're all born in the seventies, I assume. Unless I'm giving you, uh, I, no, I know when you bought your first comic. Uh, you might even, yeah, yeah. Your I, first, I actually
1: I just turned fifty, so yeah. yeah
2: yeah. Which congratulations, by the way. Um, True. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, it's, it's interesting. And I guess, uh, I, I talked about this last time, I guess he, there were two scenes with that character and, uh, he cut one of them and he had done test screenings where neither of them were in there. And then he put this one back in cause he felt like it helped. Um, but, I don't know, I think it'll be interesting to see I think in general, I mean look it, Barry's not wrong, I mean if we want to get Egghead in there uh, <laughs> Maybe, uh, and look I, I honestly don't think you, and I know They did him on Gotham, but I don't think you can Ever do Mr. Freeze again because of Arnold, I really don't think you can do it but, You know I yeah. I, oh, I, okay. I just, I feel like you can't But I mean I guess you can But I'm not at sure least work ha- in he,
1: this universe
2: no, no. Well, yeah, no, right. not in this universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you need to do like a a, a Schumacher verse if you want to have <laughs> that kind. But and you could, do, I mean, you could definitely do you could definitely do poison ivy. There are characters you can do. Yeah, yeah, what be good. um What one thing we didn't touch on at all last time that I wanted to see what you guys think? Does Robin work in this universe? Can it in in this Matt Reeves verse? Because Nolan very clearly didn't use him and I know he sets up Joseph Gordon-Levitt but that's like the end and you know what I mean that's not part of the those films. Um let me ask you first Eric do you think that Robin could work or is that really a character that fits better in you know like a Joel Schumacher or an animated interpretation of the character.
0: No I mean I think Robin can work I mean it it's it, you you know think in terms of like if he if there was an orphan that he took in and someone who's really been damaged, you know, I think there's a version of it that actually could work kind of great in this universe. Um, yeah. you know, and obviously not the, uh, not the costume that we've all come to love and mock over the years, but really like someone who has some skills, who's maybe survived by fighting survived by always having to like get in and out of one yeah. track or another that could really work. And, and especially for him, as a younger man having to then himself almost act like a parent, a parental figure to someone else, I think could actually be, that could be really interesting drama too. And create a lot of well, great. Tension. I mean,
2: there is that point of how that can ground Bruce to have somebody to look after, yeah. you know, and, and sort of, you know, think a little bit smarter about it um, in terms of the reference to the old costume It is shocking that uh, Joker was able to kill someone who wore elf slippers. You know, I don't know how he wasn't able to protect himself uh, uh, from that. And, And by the way, what just a horrible moment in our history as nerds that people spent money to vote for death and family and kill Robin. And I know that that's, uh, that's Jason Todd, right? That's, that's, they killed. Yeah. So you could have, you could have spent,
1: have him, have him live. Just, yeah.
2: Well, good for you because honestly, if I had voted, I probably would have been like, it would be kind of cool to see, but, uh, uh, but yeah, you could spend the same 50 cents to, to save him and have him live Mm -hmm. or to kill him. Uh, So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, uh, that's that's just who we are. <laughs> that's that's. That, I don't know if it's the Robin we need, but it's the Robin we deserve. Is the <laughs> one that we have chosen to kill. Uh, yeah. What do you think about getting Robin in there? And I mean, if you have Robin, should he look like Nightwing and
1: and you <laughs> know not like Burt Ward, John? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, actually, I, I, we're just talking about Jason Todd and uh, what you're saying there about you know having a, a a kid who's you know had to fight his way through it that's that's kind of jason todd you know he yeah. lived on the streets you know he, he he actually the reason why he became robin is because batman caught him trying to steal the tires off the batmobile so <laughs> yeah that that's the, yeah. the kind of kid the kind of moxie that that actually might work in this kind of universe
2: yeah yeah I, I mean, I think that the character can work. I would assume that we would not see him in a second film. you know, I think that they really want to give him more time, especially the way that uh they're setting up Bruce Wayne. I don't think he's ready to you know look after a child you know right. but uh if 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 it were to happen, uh I hope Chris O'Donnell can still fit into the suit uh, but uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that uh, they they I, I feel like they'll do at least one more without him. And and honestly, if they never get to him, I can understand the hesitation. It's hard to tell dark stories with, uh, you know, with brighter, <laughs> brighter characters, even ones with uh, a tragic past. You know, I, I referenced uh, a death in the family um, and I, I've heard mention of a, a few uh, Batman uh, comic book stories that uh, influence this. And I wanted to, John, give you a few moments to talk about that. But uh, before I do, I will mention that our aforementioned friend, uh, Caitlin Cornell, myself, and Michael Shirley will be uh, doing the premiere episode of a monthly series over on the Geekscape Network on uh, April 3rd at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific. Uh, it'll be the Geekscape Book Club where we're all reading something that we all know we should have read at some point in our life, but we're reading it for the first time. We will be doing Batman Year One. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I have my trade paperback. Uh, I have bought it, but I haven't read it yet. So obviously that's a starting point for a, a, a source material on this, but I've heard references to some other stuff. So talk a little yep. bit about what you think when in, you know, sort of were inspiration for this, John, sure. and uh, you know, please uh, sing the praises of, of any of those uh, books. And if they're available sure. in uh, trade paperbacks uh, at your local bookstore and Amazon
1: also. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, the um, like you mentioned, Batman Year One. That definitely is a, a, an influence. Um, as, as when I was watching um, the movie, when Batman has followed Selena back to her apartment, her you know just her interactions with her roommate, you know, and grab, you know, grabbing the the costume and jumping out the window. That, that felt straight out of Year uh, Year One.
2: Oh, see, I thought that was the Batman who peeps. Is actually yeah. what I thought that that yeah that yeah, that was,
1: that, that, was a, that was a little it was <laughs> a little <laughs> creepy, right? And he's like, like "Oh wait, it, let like, me make yeah. sure I'm recording this." He's <laughs> like, right? it's "Like, are, are you you gonna look away, pal? Come on, man." Yeah. Um, not to be confused with Batman Year One, uh by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, Um and that uh, you got the um, the backstory. Wait, so wait, sorry, you- so
2: that. So wait, there's two things called year one or I'm sorry.
1: Year one. I'm um, earth one.
2: Ye- earth one my oh, part. earth one. Okay. Cause year one. one is Frank Miller and David Mazzuccelli who of course,
1: uh, and thank and you for pronouncing that. that for me because I was going to screw it up.
2: But who, who also, you know, uh, revitalized daredevil, the same mm-hmm. team, uh, daredevil 227, the born again series. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, but- uh, the, uh, earth one, was kind of like an alternate universe take uh, from Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, and that's where you get kind of the Wayne's backstory with Thomas running for mayor, uh, Martha being you know from the Arkham family, um, and you know Batman not quite sticking the landing. <laughs> it's kind of reminiscent of that story, um, and then of course the Long Halloween. Uh, from uh, which, which I also
2: bought, even though I'm not going to be talking about it on the show. Uh, they, right. were, they were they having a book fair for my son's school at uh, Barnes and Noble, and uh, I was like, this seems like a good opportunity to uh, to to give some money to a national chain. You
1: yeah, know? they also so. did a, a two part animated movie on that, which is on HBO Max. If you want to watch that, um, but that's from uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, um, and that's actually the second time that uh, story has been used <laughs> for a Batman movie. Uh, this time, the whole idea of somebody gunning. So wait, the
2: the which what the long Halloween, long Halloween it has been yeah. used. Which one was it used before?
1: Ah, well, I'll tell you. So so in this movie, you know, somebody tried to take down the mob. You know, gunning down people to to take down the mob. That's kind of reminiscent. But another part yeah. of that story is Gordon, Batman, and Harvey Dent getting together to clandestinely take down the mob. That's yeah. part of the Dark Knight. Oh, OK. Yeah. So that it's kind of sense. interesting that, that 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 story has now influenced two big, you know, and very popular Batman movies.
2: Uh, important comment from Alex Connor, Benedict Cumberbatch should play Two-Face. I mean, I think he would be great, but uh, I think I, I think that that casting choice might be a little strange. <laughs> I'll be right. We'll be right back. Uh but honestly, what could go wrong? Uh Jar Jar should also be in the Batman
0: sequel. I mean, but... that's that's a given. I mean, he should be in most sequels. Misa people gonna die. I mean, you know, <laughs> what would fit better uh in there? Lisa, your older brother, Michael. Lisa <laughs> got passed over. Uh,
2: you for the scrum show's gotta run. Uh, love you too. Thanks for being here. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, I um Yeah, so it's interesting because every time I see a Batman movie, it's usually that's when I'll pick up a Batman trade or two. Uh, it there's 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 too much for me to to look back over, you know. I mean, i I don't even like I don't even enjoy reading Spider Man stories from the 21st century, you know. Uh, <laughs> like I like to stay in my comfort zone, but uh, some of these great things, you know, uh, Dark Knight Returns and some of some of that stuff. Uh, I think it's always interesting. So, yeah, the Long Halloween seems uh, intriguing, and uh, I I look forward to. Checking that out. You know, we we talked about Commissioner Gordon in, in passing. You brought him up. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about Commissioner Gordon in this film, John. What did, what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I, that uh, I, he's right up there for for me with Gary Oldman as far yeah. as best Commissioner Gordon. Um, I think the uh, the difference is Jeffrey Wright has a little bit more direct interaction and actually you know partnership with yeah. and you know Oldman. Unfortunately, he, all he gets to do is drive the car and that's not that that's a bad thing, but it's still, you know, uh, this commissioner Gordon is a little bit more hands on with, you know, you know, directly working with the Batman. It's kind of cool. I like it.
2: Yeah, I, I I did like that. They they felt like partners. I mean, they clearly always work together. It is does always seem to be, you know, in any iteration that I've seen it it is like Jim Gordon is always the one crazy bastard who realizes that the. Uh, the batman is is useful you know mm-hmm. and uh I, I always think it's funny that nobody else can ever see it <laughs> you know but it, he's the one he's he's not just the one good cop you feel like he's also the one smart cop uh although i guess that there was the 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 collection that all showed up there but uh, for the most part there aren't that many good cops what did you think of uh jeffrey wright as the commish
0: it, Eric? yeah um a million years ago, I got to see Jeffrey Wright when he was in uh, Angels in America on Broadway. And so I kind of like, when I saw him in that, I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? And so every time I've seen him in a movie, when you see someone on stage first, you, ha- you feel almost like a weird little bizarre pride of ownership, even though sure, I had yeah. nothing to do with the success of his career. I was one of many people who bought tickets to that Tony winning play. But he has, he has he always makes things he's in better. You know, and here, you know, I think his take on Commissioner Gordon was great. I, I love that. I mean, the moment where he pushed Batman up against the 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 gate, you know, I, like, um, like I was like, dude, like Gordon's a badass. Like he's going yeah. mano a mano with Batman. Um, so I, I I thought he was really cool in this. I think it was different enough from what Gary Oldman did. I mean, Gary Oldman was sort of the Commissioner Gordon in some ways. Like I always wanted, based off of like comic. But then I think what Jeffrey Wright did was something fresh and different. Um, despite uh, I, I even mentioned his his weird mouth movement, which I didn't notice, but now I will not be able to not notice. <laughs> That's all you're gonna be able to think about. Yeah, that. but uh yeah, no, uh Jeffrey Wright all day long. He, he's, he's 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 yeah, he's amazing.
2: No, I thought he was great. And uh, you know, he we only on
1: plays we... Batman in the audio adventures.
2: Oh yeah, somebody oh, yeah. uh yeah, I think uh, yeah that that did come up, uh, which I didn't realize. Yeah, so he, he gets to be comm- the watcher. He gets he to be committed. Yeah, he's the and he's the watcher on What If? On, Your uh, favorite Disney show, World. Christian. I, there, I like an episode of that. There's an episode of that that I like very much. Uh, Alex by, is ready
0: to fight you over that, Christian. So just be careful. Uh, that, Don't go around Burbank right. late at night. Yeah,
2: well, I, believe me, I would never go around Burbank late at night, especially because <laughs> they're they're filming on my street tonight. So uh, you know that when film crews are around, uh, it's there's uh, there's there's always a spot of trouble. Uh, we only mentioned it in passing, and I think it's really important to talk about Colin Farrell. Uh, there are a few people who did not realize that, you know, I've seen people, you know, just anecdotal evidence. People were not, did not realize that Colin Farrell was playing the penguin. And I think that they did a great job. Uh, they did not uh, veto him up too much. Sorry, uh, Eric. Uh, but I think that, look, there's room for him to be pe- uh penguin-ier, if you will. You know I think you know because he's just Oswald Cobblepot at this point yes people know him as the Penguin but he can he, I mean he doesn't even have a top hat or An umbrella in this movie so obviously There's there's still room but uh, I I mean I think That uh, it was One of the most pleasant Surprises in the movie was just how Good he was uh, there isn't Anybody in the movie where I'm thinking Like oh they were bad I mean you know maybe somebody Has a line or two wasn't but I mean, in terms of major characters that we saw on the screen, I really thought everybody was great. Yeah, yeah. And uh as I said last time, Colin Farrell, I'm sure, has made bad movies. I just haven't seen the ones where he's bad because whenever I see him, he's he's good. What do you think about this Oswald Cobblepot, John?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is just like I say, with Catwoman and with Riddler, this is the best Penguin we've had so far. I mean, yeah. as- as much as I like the creepiness of Danny DeVito, and don't get me wrong, I mean, you know, the the whole Burton verse, you know, that that's that's a whole other issue. That's a whole other take on it. I love the creepiness. Danny DeVito was just grotesque, but this this is a more modern interpretation, more focusing on kind of what uh, Penguin is now in the comics, kind of that, that that gangster and and about to become, you know, the the, the top guy. Uh, so, and and Colin Farrell, I mean, jeez. You, you watch him and you don't realize it's Colin Farrell. He yeah. is so engrossed in that character. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, there was going to be a, an HBO Max GCPD show, which uh, right. seems to have been backburnered, according to Matt Reeves, but there will be a Penguin show.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
2: I think it actually picks up from this point in the story. Uh, I don't think it's like, you know, a prequel story. So that'll be interesting, uh, to get to see more of that. Uh, what do you think of, uh, this penguin, uh, Eric? I mean, again, he's not DeVito who, you know, you yeah, described know. John as terrifying, but I mean, you could say that about him in taxi
0: and <laughs> <laughs> throw a mama from the train. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, I, it, it's, I mean, just remarkable what he did here. Like I, you even when you know it's Colin Farrell, you don't see Colin Farrell in there at all. Yeah, and really like, you know, not only to his performance, which was great, but also, I mean, the makeup artists, like they were able, I mean, they they made his face unrecognizable and not in a way like, I mean, oftentimes when we see that, you, you can sort of see the prosthetics in some capacity, you know, it just doesn't quite look right. You, you, it's hard to completely forget. But I thought like this and then like, I mean, like Gary Oldman in um, Darkest Hour, it's like two examples of like an actor really nailing a role in tandem with a makeup team, being able to completely transform them, too. So uh, I, I'm curious what it's going to be like for him, though, to do this as a TV series, because that means he's going to be on set for months and months. Yeah. And, and like that makeup, I, I, I couldn't even guess how long it would take. But it was it was terrific, and at I least fif- at
2: least fifteen minutes,
0: if not twenty, and if uh, not twenty. Yeah. And I know he's a busy man, but you no, know, I think like I've seen Colin Farrell bad and some stuff. And in fact, uh, it, maybe to be continued in uh, next week's uh, Marvel movie talk, Christian, because there was specifically one uh, Marvel movie that I was not a fan of his in. But I think Colin uh, Farrell was in. Yeah,
2: Wait, I don't even remember what Marvel movie he was in. Uh, mm-hmm. Daredevil. Oh my gosh, he was bullseye. bullseye. Jesus. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yes, the- I've seen it. Yeah, you know what? I've seen him be not good in a movie. I, yeah, I yeah. Forgot. And
0: but yeah, all is forgiven. All is I forgiven. He was, was terrific here, and I yeah. look forward to more of him. The same thing with like the Riddler. It's like they just left me hungry to continue yeah. their tale.
2: Yeah, and Ooh. I think the idea that uh, that you know Riddler has his uh, you know his his minions. I mean, look, the ones who don't show up at the at the garden or whatever they were calling it. it, you know, they're still probably out there. So the fact that uh, his, his reign of riddling terror can continue is, is interesting for sure. Um, before we, uh, before we go, let's just talk about what we would like to see in another movie. Uh, I, I, we talked a little bit about how we don't need the Joker uh, and, and, John, one of the things I hear people throwing around a lot is something I don't know anything about what it is. I just know that maybe the name isn't that cool. If people want to see something called the Court of Owls. What is that and would that be good for the I – mean, I'm, I'm just calling it like I see it, like it, I hear it. That's not it, a great
1: name. It is one of those things where the um, the, the name is not indicative. Um, it's, okay. it's a uh, basically a secret society that has been running Gotham. Uh, uh um, for for generations, um, and they, yeah, they, they they can they can they can be pretty damn creepy. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, yes, yeah, so it's like the it's like the stone cutters on the Simpsons.
1: Uh, yeah. And, uh, I'm we, I'm
2: all I'm all for anything that makes me think of the stone cutters on the Simpsons.
1: Yeah. So it's um, something even even more deep and secretive than all the corruption that we saw in this movie.
2: Well, if if uh, you got an email tomorrow from Matt Reeves and he's like, who do you, who do you want me to put in this movie? Uh, is there somebody that it could even be somebody you said earlier, but it's just, if, if there's a number one choice for you for who we get, uh, and it could be somebody we've seen in a movie before or, or not, but uh, who do you think you would most like to see?
1: Actually, I, I think again, again, I'm just going off the first mo- uh, one that comes to mind is. Yeah, sure.
2: Oh, Matt Hatter. Uh I think Jeff Duray, somebody, yeah, I think either Jeff or Will said that that the, they liked that Derby was a character yeah. that they really liked on the animated series. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would work live action in this kind of a movie to have Matt Hatter?
1: I, I think if they can make Riddler work this way, they can make they can Matt make Matt Hatter, Hatter work this way. Yeah, yeah though there's okay. just a whole kind of mind control thing. I think it 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 works. It's not too out there like a you know a freeze gun we're yeah. you know, just a little bit too out there for this universe. And also it's a character that we haven't seen yet. It's we're not rehashing something that we, you know, that's a, yeah.
2: no, I think that's a, that's a great point. What, what about the Connor family? What would the Connor family like to see in uh, another Batman movie
0: else? What would you like to see?
1: Um, I would like to see two face. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I'm just a, a big fan of two Face as a character. And, um, I think they a good origin would be the same thing they did with Joker in the Batman from 1989. Oh, to have
2: him fall in a vat of yeah, but but
0: before only half in the acid. Yeah,
2: Yeah. exactly. He gets pulled out. Yeah,
0: which which is which is like a a, a, a caramel apple. uh, Yeah, right. Exactly. um, Which is
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's actually a comic book thing. That's that's how in the comic books he gets hit with a uh, vial of acid.
2: Yeah. yeah, but he but he turns <laughs> away. Yeah, look, I I think Two Face would be great to see. Uh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't get to carry his own movie. Neither Tommy Lee Jones nor Aaron Eckhart. You know, Two Face yeah, yeah. was the main guy. So, uh, and uh, Eric, I know you make most of your decisions there as a parent by flipping a coin, and yeah. uh, whatever the coin says rules. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you, you never heard about my third child for a reason. <laughs> it could be it could be bedtime it could be bedtime in five minutes or in four hours so we'll see what the coin says uh what would you most like to see in a in a follow-up to the batman eric
0: yeah john i think i need your help on this one was it was it hush the one where there was that oh, other guy who was yes. to be batman am i remembering it correct mm-hmm. and and like hugo strange is in it and like that was a re and I remember reading that because a bunch of years ago, the rumor was that was going to be uh, dark Knight rises. Was,
2: it was going to be hush.
0: It was going to be a, a, inspired by hush.
2: Sure. Sure. And, okay. and
0: I had heard about that title before I realized I hadn't read it. So I like your, you know, like yourself occasionally find myself ordering one of those, you know, you can't really call them graphic novels. Because it's just a compendium of a bunch of issues. It's a trade paperback. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. But hush, I thought was a really cool story. And, feels like along the lines of what we're talking about someone else trying to act like batman but mm-hmm. like much crueler it's it's kind of an interesting thing and yeah the idea of a copycat could actually work nicely with the riddler and his minions uh and so uh that that and that it feels like some they haven't really gone yet mm-hmm. is uh aside from like a throwaway joke in uh dark Knight with i'm not wearing hockey pants like in <laughs> essence they haven't gone there yet, and I feel like that's a that was a really cool story, and I think Hugo Strange is fascinating. So, um, I think there's room enough for more than one Strange in the comic universe.
2: That's true, but uh, only two. So uh, it's yeah, no, it's like are- double Highlander. There can only there can be only two. Well, uh, gentlemen, it uh, was fun to talk about the movie, and uh, you know, look, you can like a movie. And not say that it's the best one that's ever been made. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, I, I like a lot of movies in different franchises, but it doesn't mean that it's suddenly become the best one just because it's the newest one. You know Uh, I think uh, Spider-Man, no way home may have broken that mold a little bit, but uh, it's tough because, but uh, you know, and The Christopher Nolan movies are so great and it's really just, uh, you know, if I have to apologize for liking them so much, so be it. This movie is still great. And uh, I do want to see it again, but boy, do I think I'm going to wait. It's only at this point. It's like 39 days until it's on HBO Max. I don't know if I want to sit in the theater again. Uh, It'll take a little while. Take him. (laughs) i'll take him okay yeah uh and uh but uh i i am interested in seeing it again but uh you know more likely uh, i'll probably just read year one and uh and long halloween that'll i'll get my batman fixed that way um well john if people want to find you and listen to the raging rhino podcast uh how do they do those things
1: um raging rhino podcast.com and of course on twitter at which, which direction it's, is here? We I go.
2: Guess,
1: yeah. There we go. Raging <laughs> Rhino Pod. <laughs>
2: and uh, did you do a Batman episode of the Raging Rhino Pod or not yet?
1: Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to put it out uh, on the 15th because that will be the 12 year 12 year, yeah, 12 year anniversary of the podcast.
2: Good for you. I've uh, I've only been doing the broadcast for uh, 10 years. And uh, uh, actually, I think that you know what this is only uh, year nine because I started the beginning of 2013, but I I do have 482 episodes, so there's that. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, that that's a great time. That's a great way to have a landmark, uh, Eric Connor. Other than finding you Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Marvel Movie Talk, right here on the Blackcast Entertainment Network, where. Can people find you
0: well i'll be working on my adaptation of black cast year two which as we all know was a very dark year in the history of the black none of those episodes are available online, <laughs> so there's a, there might be a reason for that the world is a poorer place for it so now that my son knocked over my microphone huh, this is it. i'm gonna uncover his face um you can hang out with me at Count eric connor on instagram and facebook my son is only 13 so i don't know leave him alone but if you yeah, need to send right here, to
2: yeah, right. send right. it to
0: me and I'll, I'll make sure he passes
2: it, it along to him. He'll read it to him. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, and if you want to
2: find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Please subscribe to the Blackcast YouTube channel B L A D T C A S T. You will get this show, the titular Blackcast. You will also get Marvel movie talk you will also get biden time which we do every other week at this point uh mostly for my sanity but uh we also have after shows for both star trek discovery and star trek picard star trek picard episode two we will be covering tomorrow night uh, at the same time we started this show 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern so please join us for that that is all the time we have for this week but as uh, uh, uh well that's the wrong show so i can't say that but uh as chris chata would say good shows fellas thanks <laughs> uh, no so uh thank you everybody and we will see you next time on the black cast my next guest is by far one of the most talented guys in showbiz he acts he sings but most of all he does the greatest impression that you have ever seen well i don't have to tell you you can see it for yourself the Riddler himself, Mr. Frank Gorshin. Yeah, I got a couple of riddles
0: you may not have heard. All right, what are they? Riddle me this. What do you call a sleeping bull? All right, what do you call a sleeping bull? Answer,
2: a bulldozer. <laughs> oh! <Whoa! laughs>
0: Riddle me this. What, tell me, what, tell me, what's the difference, between an elephant and a flea. Gee, we would sure like to know the difference between an elephant and a flea. Well, an elephant can have fleas, but a flea can't have elephants. Oh, the red line! The red line! Let's see this! What did the chick say to the other chick when the hen laid an orange instead of an egg? What did And look at the orange marmalade come on, come on, come on. Puzzle you a puzzle I quiz you a quiz Gonna keep you guessing like nobody's business I'm a whiz And my name is the Riddler <laughs> Riddler me this Which tell me which is the easier to spell Fiddly dee or fiddly dumb Gee we give up which is easy Because it's spelled with more E's Hey, Riddler where's the work brother for rats and mice? When it's raining, cats and dogs well, Why is your nose know not 12 inches long? Because then it would be off foot Hey, Riddler Why do birds fly south in winter? Because it's too far to walk Why was the mother flea crying, Riddler? Because the children had gone to the dogs Gee, Riddler kids and you know why? Because I'm the (laughs) Riddler!